Lord, uh, we come to you right now, God, and we just say thank you for this time. Thank you for this time that that uh, two brothers can can join or get on a podcast and just be able to talk about you, talk about um, our strengths, our struggles, the things that we go through, and and uh, and, and the things that. Uh, that 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 we learned from our fathers and and from our mothers, God, we just uh, we just thank you so much for for, for your love and thank you so much for uh, for just taking care of us, God. We pray, God, that um that that you can just um open the the hearts of our listeners and focus the minds of our listeners, God, for them to be able to just to, to um, get ready to listen to the podcast and just to be able to take something from it, God, not because we know everything, but because um, just because we, we feel like this is something that we're, that we're called to do, God, is to is, is to share you through whatever we can and um, and just lessons that we've learned through our lives, God. I pray, Lord, for again for our listeners that that that, that um, however or whatever they're going through right now, God, that you're there for them in in this time of need, and um, and you just help them, God, um, in your holy and precious name, Jesus, Amen. Amen, Amen, Amen. All righty, what's going on, gentlemen? We are back for another another podcast. Dwayne, are you ready, brother? You know, I think we need a better intro than that, J-Flow. I know it's 6 o'clock in the morning, J-Flow. I know you're still drinking your coffee, J-Flow. But let me tell you something right now, man. Hey, you, still... need, you need to wake up a little bit, man. Can you restart that <laughs> intro, please? Hey, bro, you're yelling in my ears, okay? Let me turn down my volume real quick. That was, that was a little <laughs> loud. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm still asleep. Gentlemen, are you ready? There we go. For another podcast. <laughs> Another DMI, don't mention it podcast with the one, the only, the beanie wearing, the, the, uh, dang it, I didn't write anything down, <laughs> the, uh, amazing, the fitted t-shirt, bearded man himself, got that full good beard, D-Wayne, D-Wizzle, Yes, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for joining us. Dwayne is in the house, and we are ready for another podcast, ready for another uh, DMI challenge at the end of this podcast, something we can get away with, or get away, uh, go away with. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's early. Um, yeah, man. You ready, Dwayne? Dude, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, uh-huh. I, I wasn't ready. Uh, I wasn't ready at all this morning. I was supposed to wake up at five o'clock this morning. I didn't wake up till like six o three, and the only reason I got up was because I was like, "Man, I think I've been asleep a little too long. Let me look at the alarm." And um, I'm not wearing my contacts today, and so I didn't get to see. I usually sleep with my contacts. I know that's bad, but uh, <laughs> I, I usually sleep with my contacts. I looked over and I couldn't see, and I said, ah, "Let me get up. Let me go look." And it was six o three, and I was like, "Oh crap." I was supposed to be ready by six o'clock so that me and J Flo could do this, and and I so I want to apologize, J Flo. And again, this is a let, let, me tell, let me tell you something, people. This isn't just some guy on the other side of this the, the on the other side of this podcast. I know you guys come on the podcast really to just listen to me and listen about all the wisdom and all the all the, all the uh, as J Flo says all the charisma that I have. Um, and I know you guys come on mm-hmm. here just to just to um, you know hang out with me. Um, but the issue here, to be honest, is that um, it's this, this podcast isn't about me, guys. This podcast right here, this podcast, 
and the rest of the podcasts. Well, I'm te- technically it, it is a little bit about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> are really about J Flow, okay? And the, uh, uh, the, on the other side of this mic, on the other side of this this screen, is a man that's not just any man. He 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 is the man that I strive to be like. I know it might okay. look like I like I'm going backwards, trying to be like him, but. <laughs> It's not. That's that, true. That, that, guy, true. that guy over there, that guy right there, he is he is one of a kind, man. One of a kind. And I strive to be just like him again. Might seem like I'm going backwards, but it's not. It is not. That guy right there, um, people are he, like, he, why he amazes why you, me. Why are you doing that to yourself, Dwayne? <laughs> why do you why do you want to be like him? <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> He's one of the coolest guys I know. Um and uh Oh man, you need to you need to meet some more people, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this guy's cool. This guy, this this guy definitely um, definitely inspires me every day to be um, a better man, a better better father, um, son, uncle, whatever it is. Um, this guy right here, he he is the one, the one. Um, so yeah. Now, Dwayne said that this podcast isn't about him, but technically today's episode is very <laughs> unique in that um, it's going to be mostly about him because, uh, well, there's a little bit, I, I get to play a little part in it, but we're talking about sons, and um, Dwayne, out of the two of us, is the only one who has a son, so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. That's going to be a, an interesting topic, so I guess in a way, technically, it is a little bit about him, you know what I mean? Um, but it's also about you guys, and so we want you guys to be able to come out of this with some helpful advice. We're not experts on any of this stuff, okay? If you're listening to this and you're thinking we're licensed counselors, <laughs> therapists, um, that we've got some sort of uh, degree in all of this, that we've uh, got some expertise, you're, you would be uh, sadly mistaken. Um, we're just two guys that happen to uh, be married, happen to have kids, and um happen to like to talk so we thought why not start a podcast where we get to talk about this stuff give you our thoughts our opinions uh and if we mess your life up we're sorry (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) no but um but seriously uh we're excited about this episode um we've been doing a little a little research and Uh, and reading and all that kind of stuff no but seriously though we really do apologize if we uh (laughs) if we mess up your life (laughs) That's bad, man. That's bad. Hey, dude, how's San Antonio right now, dude? Uh, It is cold right now. We're recording this um, in the the I guess the time that we've had these record uh, record setting uh, freezes. I think right now, let me check my little weather app. I think it's like seventeen or eighteen degrees right now. So ain't nothing, son. Um, it's that's crazy. What what are y'all at right now over there? Where in in Dallas? Yeah, we're at 16 degrees. Oh, right I don't now. live in Dallas anymore, man. I live in Delaska. Oh, f- in Delaska. <laughs> this is real life over here, man. Delaska. All right. So uh, I just want to let you know. No, Las- Oh, my Las- goodness. Oh, what was it? What, what did you say it was? 16 over here. 16. That That is really cold. Our, man. Ours is negative three. Yeah, I just I just pulled yeah. it up right now. What Negative in three. the world, dude? Um, that's crazy. So uh, we we live in Delaska. It's not a big deal or anything. That's just something that, that that we live in. I know I know it's colder in other places, but you know my wife made a good point. Texas isn't prepared for something like this because we don't yeah. do this often. Yeah. 
And so it might no, seem. No, I mean, I I don't remember any time that it's been yeah, like this before. And that's that, and from 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 things that I've read is that like this hadn't happened in like thirty years. Last time this happened in Dallas was in nineteen eighty nine. Like that the year I was born. That is crazy. Yeah. So this is exactly why you've never experienced anything like this before. <laughs> and so and so it, it blows my mind to even think about because the fact that like it's cold, dude. Like it is freaking cold and 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 and. Dallas and Texas, we don't know how to deal with something like this because we don't do this every day. And so, like in in, in cities yeah. like Chicago or cities in like Michigan or places that get cold all the time, Colorado, wherever wherever that you know these these cold cities are at, um, you guys are used to this. This is something y'all do every day. Mm-hmm. So you guys might think, man, what is wrong with y'all? Like 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 this like. It's we're used to this. This is not even a big deal. Like this is nothing. Well, it is something because we don't do this every day. Like this is crazy. It is freaking cold out yeah. there, man. Really, really freaking cold. It's cold. And 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 I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> there are people that have that, that have lost their their that they don't have any um, electricity. Like they're like electricity. It, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so, uh, so man, like I, I, I just shout outs to people that are opening up homes and opening up their churches and stuff. Did you hear about that? People opening up churches so that people can come and stay at their no, church. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, dude, because really? like, electricity is going out. So they're like, man, him, our church is, um, ha- has electricity come and stay at our church and, um, they're feeding them, they're taking care of them and stuff like that. So I think that's really cool, man. Shout out to y'all guys. That is sure. really cool. Man, that's really cool though. The churches are doing that. I think that's a really neat thing. Um, I need to look at that too because that might be something that that we can do, um, especially if this is going to be going on for another couple of days, you know, here in in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I haven't had any electricity cut cut out. Some of the people around this neighborhood um, that I know that live here haven't, um, but some of our church members have, um, and um, my parents were actually without electricity. So it's been tough, man. It's been it's been a a, a tough whole situation there, but. Um, we're, we're making it through it. We're, we're getting through this winter blast. Uh, and hopefully by the time you hear this, everything is back to normal. Everybody's still alive and doing good. So anyways, um, D Wizzle, man, talk to me, brother. We need to get this party started. You have not opened up your can of Mountain Dew. Here we go, dude. Let's do this. Let's do it. We have, we, we got to get this party started. (sighs) Very nice. There we go. I've already started with my coffee. Woo! Been already sipping on that. Oh yeah. There we go, Dwayne. Oh, there yeah. we go. You know, speaking of coffee, um, I've been thinking about this man, and I wanted to see if anybody out there, you know, in our our podcast land, knows how I can do this. For those of you who who know me, um, and I don't think we've talked too too much about it here on the on the podcast, but I love coffee, man. I like absolutely love coffee. I roast. I don't roast. I'm sorry. I grind my beans um, in the morning, you know, weigh everything out. I have a little coffee grinder. Um, I have a little Kalita wave. That I, that's what I use for my, my uh, coffee. I do a pour over. And, um, and so I do that pretty much every morning. That's, that's my ritual, right? Get up, do all that kind of stuff. I have a, a, um, a subscription to a company called Trade Coffee where basically it sends me um, a coffee every two weeks. A new coffee uh, to try every two weeks, and so I love it. It's part like it's, this guy is like falling asleep. I'm a, I'm a little coffee nerd, but why I say that is I would like I'd like to have my own coffee. 
I think that'd be pretty cool, like a man. To coffee? have my own like my own coffee, like a J Flow coffee, like a like a something we could sell like through the Patreon or something like that. I, I think can help that you with that. I know legit. someone. Oh, see, that's see, that's why I needed to talk to you about it. The, that way, I could like say, okay, this really is what ask we want. Me, we want beans from here. You didn't ask me, but well, I'm asking you now. Well, I mean, um, and then if anybody, like if anybody now, else, though. I feel like it's not like it's oh, not as genuine. But see, if anybody else in our audience knows of somebody, maybe we can. I know, you know take a couple of quotes and figure something out. Yeah. What? What? So you know them? What? And they? Oh. Is it? Is it who I'm thinking? I, it's it's a friend that does coffee roasting. Or coffee a, with a V. Have you ever heard of coffee with V? Yeah, but does she do coffee she roasting? She doesn't. Does she but know how to do that? You might want to talk to her. She's she's said some things where where where, 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 where she knows somebody that, that does that and uh, and she's uh, and I I'm not gonna say because I don't know a lot that about, about what's gonna happen but I do know that you should talk to her because I know there's some things that are in the works and I know there's a lot of people that listen to our podcast and so I don't want to um, mm-hmm. uh, let out this information because this is this is big time information guys uh, I got so you I can't just yeah, I can't be okay okay up like that so see. And this is the kind of thing I'm looking for. Just so if anybody, uh, if anybody like, you just get what I said. No, like is no. I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, oh. dude. I'm thinking about my coffee, bro. What's up? <laughs> no, I just said uh, we have a lot of listeners, so I don't want to like, um, you know, open something mm. that shouldn't be opened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I know we have thousands and oh, because we millions we, of listeners. Yeah. So I just, the, you know, the the dozens of listeners <laughs> listeners. <that we> have. <laughs> Um, so of you dozen listeners who are, who are out there, um, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like a coffee where I can basically put in there, um, where it was produced. Um, you know, if it's like a a farm or like a, um, you know, I could put in there like what, what farm it was produced at, um, what lot number a variety of the coffee, uh, what, how it was processed. So if it was like natural or, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, I want looking at, you know, even stuff like drying time, uh, temperature ranges from away. I mean, I'm, I want to get into like Who putting cares things in about of, all that of, stuff for like, what's the point? I do, man. I love it. I love it, dude. I love it, man. I love to like know the notes that are going to be in there and I'm like, all okay, right. I'm looking well, for them, you know, okay, I can, I can kind of get the chocolate in there and hey, can we just like, cut out this, love can that, we cut dude. out this part? No, no, <laughs> gotta leave this in, man. <laughs> Anyways, if y'all want to see one of those coffees, maybe we'll do two versions. We'll do a Dwayne that's like your cheap uh, coffee, you know what I mean? Like your Folgers. <laughs> and then we'll do a, a, a J-Flow. Dude, there's nothing like Folgers like, in your cup, you know, dude. Nothing like it. <laughs> you don't even drink coffee. Maybe we'll do yours that has like a hint of Mountain Dew in it. Ooh, that would be pretty cool. Nice. Like yeah. a coffee Mountain Dew type thing. I don't know. That would be, it'd be interesting. Cafe. All right, do. guys. A la Duane. <laughs> a la Duane. And it'll be like two words. Duane. You get it? Do. Like, do. Anyways. All right. Guys, um, let's, talk, let's talk dads. We've already been rambling for about 15 minutes, uh, 16 <laughs> minutes already about uh, anything and everything except for the topic that we're supposed to be talking about today. So we're talking today about the things that your son needs the things that your son needs from you as a father um and uh and so how do we do those things how do we provide uh those things for 
uh, our, our sons. But Dwayne, um, what is one thing that you wish that your dad would have taught you? Something that you wish you could have done with your dad or that your, your dad would have taught you? Man, dude, uh, something that he taught me? I know, I know, I know, I know. We had kind of mentioned that. I didn't even think about it for myself. Uh, um, but uh, no, um, I would say, uh, and I don't even know if this is something that you can teach. And I guess that's a, this is a good, uh, this is a good podcast uh, to uh, to let's let, let's open this into a new podcast and talk about uh, about what I'm about to talk about. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but okay, uh, go, go, go. I guess um, drive. Something and I don't like I, said, mm. I don't even know if that's possible to teach, um, mm. but uh, but how to have drive and how to have uh, it's I really need it laid out for me like dude like I'm like one of the hardest workers you'll ever find like hands down like it, you 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 put me in something and and like I'm I'm good like, I'm, I'm gonna work my butt off you know but like yeah. when it really comes down to it like it needs to be in front of me. Like if it's not in front of me, I'm not gonna like I I probably am just not gonna do it. And and uh and it's uh yeah it's really it's really tough to um like I don't know, it it's it, it's just really tough for me to accomplish tasks like that just because I'm like, oh okay, I'll do it later. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'm a huge procrastinator when it comes to those things and um and so I wish that I I, I that's something I feel like I wish my dad would have taught me more is 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 how to have drive um, when, when, when working on things. So, yeah. That's good, man. That's, man, that's a deep topic. You're, I, you're right about doing a whole podcast on that. I think that'd be an interesting subject, maybe for an upcoming podcast yeah. on, can you even teach that? I mean, how does that, where does that come from? Drive. That's, that's good. That's deep, man. Oh, and you, another um, one is, is sex, dude. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk a little bit about that too. More, okay. Sorry. Um, but I should look at the notes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Um, but I mean, we won't dive too too deep into it. But I mean, it is something that that's kind of on our list of of things that a, a father needs to be teaching their son. And I think, yeah, I think that's a that's a valid a valid thing. Um, I think every guy that's always kind of one of those topics that I don't know. There's probably guys out there that that their dads have done that. But I think for most guys, it's not necessarily like a topic. Like you sit down and like I don't I can't think of a topic besides my parents telling me like you know all right this is what sex is. This is, you know, the kind of the typical birds and the bees conversation. When we get there, I'll um, I'm make sure I I, I, I I tell you this story about me and my dad. I think I've mentioned it before, but I'll, I'll mention it again. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that's a, a good one for me. I wasn't going that deep with it, man. I just I was trying to think of some stuff, and I I kind of for me one of the things that I wish that my dad had taught me, but it's kind of like. He's not a big into this either, so it really I don't know how he would have taught me this, but fishing um uh like i i I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I think that fizzled out for me because my dad you know wasn't a big fisherman, he would go with me and we would you know be out there but um it's because he was more interested yeah, in I wish that fishing for men that's true that's true man um but i he you know I think some of the things that I learned from him you know were you know like how to put uh 
how to string up a hook or I think he taught me that. I see, and I don't even remember. Like that's how like it's it was so far 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 back that I don't really remember if he was the one that taught me or if it was like we were with my uncle or you know what I mean? That kind of thing where my uncle was like, Okay, this is how you do it. Um so I wish, you know, fishing was one of them um that I wish we had uh hmm. spent a little bit more time doing and and learning from him when I was younger, especially. All right. Um, fishing and i'm trying to think of another another yeah, I mean, one I, I went um, i went pretty deep and you're over here talking about like <laughs> going fishing with your dad um you don't have anything else dude? and then i think and, uh, 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 but maybe your dad was that good to the point to where he didn't have to teach you anything anything like that you know what i'm saying maybe maybe he taught you all that stuff that's why you're so good I don't, I don't know. I like <laughs> no, my dad was, it was a great dad. I'm not trying to say like my dad wasn't, <laughs> my dad wasn't that good. He wasn't that. No, he was really great. But I'm just, I'm trying to think of like, cause I keep thinking about like life skill type stuff. And I think he taught me a lot of these different things. Like we, we spent a lot of time working on cars together. Uh, we spent a lot of time woodworking, um, things that, you know, you kind of think typical dad, like stuff, uh, sports stuff. Even though my dad didn't really teach me a lot of sports things, I will say that that's another one. Um, it is, you know, uh, yeah, but we you never weren't played, into we that played, either. Like, we, yeah, that's that's another thing. Is like I never was like, Dad, let's go play like football or like let's go. You know, we played soccer together sometimes, but that's about it. Um, you know, though, hey, but you know, one m- thing, my dad wasn't into that either. My dad wasn't into like he he watched the Cowboys, but that was it, man. Like he was never really like he didn't like playing football. He didn't like to do sports. But you liked it though. That oh, was, I did. I enjoy. I, that was I your still thing, love though. it, dude. Still love it. Mm-hmm. But one thing, you know, I was thinking about the other day that um, I was like, man, why didn't I have more conversations with my dad about this? Um, and we we have a lot more conversations now, but um, we didn't have a lot of like theological conversations, if that makes sense. Like a lot of mm. the theological uh, things that I talked that I've learned has been through reading books and doing stuff like that. And then later on, I'll talk to my dad about it and we'll have conversations, but I've had to kind of bring them up. Um, and like some of the basics, and I'm, I'm talking like a lot deeper theological stuff, um, you know, talking about like eschatology or different things like that. Whereas, um, you know, some of the basics my dad really like laid out and, and he did a great job in discipling me in those areas. But I think some of the, the, the deeper uh, kind of issues um, I've had to kind of try to read about them myself and then have him. You said, and you know, so anyways, you said you wanted your, you said you wanted your dad teach you how to wax. Estatology <laughs> or eschatology? Oh, oh okay. no, what you, <laughs> this guy. Um, anyways, eschatology <laughs> is kind of like the study of end days and, and that kind of stuff, oh. you know, and um, the theology behind that. Do, the it, last days. I, can uh, you call me when you have those conversations? She'd be like, hey, I got a three-way Dwayne real quick, just because he wants to listen in on our conversation real quick. Dude, um, it, it's crazy because I was, I'm taking Old Testament right now, and like, there's these two guys that get on. Uh, actually, just one guy. The other guy didn't really mention as much, but the one guy gets on. He's like mentioning all these ologies, and I'm like, man, like I don't even know half the, these ologies that you're talking about. And uh, it's like, and I read my Bible. You know, like I've read my Bible my whole life, but like I've never, I've never been like I've this stuff. Nobody talks about um, any ologies inside in inside the Bible. They're not like, well, if you go back and you look at that this this ology, you know, like like no, like they don't do that. Like people created all these ologies. Like I'm just, 
I, I told Jayflo one day, I was like, can I just read my Bible and just love Jesus? He was like, well, this one just, it doesn't work that way. I hope. We had a good conversation yeah, we about did. that. You know, I think that it's, it's good to know theologies because it helps you begin to develop a framework. That's kind of the, the idea behind it is you, you start to kind of go through and work through some of these, these ideas and thoughts. You know, we don't want to get caught up on the ologies. But, but real quick, though. But we do want. I do want to make uh-huh. sure to say that knowing theologies doesn't, doesn't, doesn't save you. Like that's not that's not yeah exactly. Yeah. So you, if, if you you want to expound on that a little bit before we before we jump on onto our main yeah, topic. and that's and that's that's kind of what I mean as far as like we don't want to get caught up on the ologies because knowing the ologies isn't going to you know save you and and honestly even knowing the ologies isn't going to make you a better Christian. Um, knowing the ologies begins to set a framework so that you can. Um, begin to understand certain things so that then you can live those things out. That's what really matters is, all right, how are you taking what you know and what you understand, what you're studying, and how are you living that out? Um, and so what these these different things do, eschatology, soteriology, um, all these other things, they're, you know, a lot of them have what we would call secondary issues or not, you know, primary core, you know, faith uh, issues. Soteriology does, but that's, anyways... Um, <laughs> see, now we're getting into a whole nother dude, podcast you, about dude, we, different I, things. I, but. I, was just, I was just thinking about that. Dude, we, dude, okay. We've almost been on the podcast for 30 minutes and we've already, we haven't even talked about our main topic yet. Okay. So all of that to say, those things are good. One day we'll do a podcast about all of the, the different, the, about theology and, and, uh, why theology is important. Um, but at the end of the day, you can have the best theology, Right, the best understanding, or you know, be able to talk about stuff really good doesn't mean that you're a good Christian. And I'm just gonna throw this out here because this is something that I've been uh, reading a lot about over the last couple of weeks. I mean, you look at guys like Ravi Zacharias, right, and um, and the whole situation with him, and uh, knew a lot of stuff, um, you know, knew a lot of Bible, mm-hmm. and um, now we see that he had a whole secret life that we didn't even know about, and doesn't mean that just because you know a lot of stuff that you're actually going to live all that stuff out. So we just need to be real careful with that. And uh, the most important thing is to have a personal relationship with Jesus. So anyways, that's it. That's my rant for uh, today. And maybe we'll do something about that one of these days. Sweet. Maybe for a bonus episode, right? Yeah. Hey, um, bonus episodes are good. That's the reason we have a, a, a Patreon that we haven't started yet. Yeah. Um, we have this secret Patreon that nobody knows about yet because we're we're waiting to to get some some more uh, some more bonus episodes. All right, Dwayne, go ahead and rock us and roll us into this topic, man. What is going on? What are the things that a sons need? What do you need as a son? So, what does your son need? Talk to us. So I'm, I'll start off with this. And I don't know if this is for all guys or I mean all dads or anything, but like. There's something, and I, I might have mentioned this before, but there's there's something that uh, that having a son it, it's it, it does something to you. It really, really does. It does something in, in a sense of like I feel like I have more pressure on my life. Like I have mm. I have a lot more um, a lot more weight on my shoulders, and I I don't know if it's because he's okay. he's a he's he's a boy, like you know, like he's gonna be a man one day. I don't know if it's something that has to do with that, or if it if, if it's even more the sense of of I know what he's about to endure for the rest of his life because I'm a man, and at the same time I'm an overthinker. Mm. 
like I'm an overthinker myself. So so when it, when it comes to that, like I might just be overthinking this whole thing and thinking like like you know like oh crap, like he's gonna go through this, he's gonna have to go through this. What if I'm not there? Like my dad wasn't there whenever I, I after after 17. Like what if I'm not there? Who's gonna teach him these things? Like there's so many things that my mind just like thinks about and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And I'm like 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 how do I even handle this situation? Um, and so, mm. and, and so I feel like this, this topic that we're getting into today is, is, is great for that, for that very thing is, is so for me, like I said, like, I wish, I wish my dad would have taught me how to have drive, how to, how to do that. And, and, and I want to make sure I teach my son those things, um, like drive or, uh, you know, fishing, whatever it is, like the, 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 the things that I, I don't want him to, I don't want him. And I know this is impossible, but I don't want him to grow up and be like, I wish, my dad would have taught me this. Like, I want to be able to be the guy that mm. teaches him everything. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so I, yeah. I, I and, and that, and that's just from my perspective. Like, that's just, that's just for me. And so, and so anyways, um, so I think, I think, I think this is, this is a very, very great topic just in sense, in the sense of, um, of not being the dad that didn't teach your son something that he really, really needed. And, uh, and so, and so these are just some things that 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 we feel that um that 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 your son needs from you to be the man or be the um yeah to be the man that that God is calling him to be. Um and so yeah. and so yeah, JFlo, you want to you want to dive into that, man? Yeah, so um in kind of looking at some of the things and some of the research that we've done um and then just in our own experience, I think one of the biggest things that a son uh can uh really get from their father and and one of the most important things is uh, is presence right is for a a father to be there thanks dude. um and i th- i think you know as much as we can control it i know Dwayne, uh your your father wasn't you had to bring but, it up like that um i don't think i know but i mean, had to bring up the that, reality that, that, is you couldn't really my dad oh my gosh away. oh my god thanks man See, you can control that though, and that's the thing. Is I mean, that's what I'm saying. With as much as we can control that, I don't think I don't think he was like I don't want to be present for Dwayne's life. You know what yeah, I mean? No, I get it. I get it. Um, but we want to be able to to if you've got the control over that, then be present. Be present for your uh, for your son. Be there for him. And here's the thing, man. Is like it would be one thing to be like, uh, um, oh man, your dad had the opportunity to be present. And didn't, and I think this is where it drives. If we kind of mesh the two things together, right? Like, you didn't have the opportunity for your dad to be present in your life um, because he passed away. But that should be a learning or a, a teaching moment for for all of us who are fathers to be present in our children's lives because we don't know how much time we have, and uh, and we oftentimes get busy with work, we get busy with all these different things in life. Um, and one of the most detrimental things that you can do to your family is to put all of these other things before your family and not be present for them. Um, and there are people like Dwayne that wish that they could have had a father that was present, um, but it was not earthly. Earthly, po- it's not possible. Like it, it was not something that was a possibility. Um, and so that should drive us that are here that are still, you know, alive and have that capability to do that to, to want to be present even more. You know? No, yeah, for sure. And and, and that's and that's and, and, and I mean you you, you hit you hit the uh, the nail on the head. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for sure, because uh, I, I I personally I didn't I did, like it like like you said I didn't I didn't have that you know um, at a certain um, 
a certain age. And, and, and I feel like that Sarah actually mentioned it. She goes, do you feel like you have these, I've, 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 I'm a, I'm a human being. I have insecurities. I have things that I go through um, on, on a regular basis. And just recently, she was like, "Do you feel like you have the insecurities that you have because your dad wasn't there for you?" And he, when it went at, mm. at such a crucial age at 17, and I was like, "Man, I've never thought of it that way, but possibly that possibly might be the reason yeah. why I struggle with this or I struggle with this." And um, it, 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 it definitely at home. I know I, I didn't even tell you that. Me, me, me and Sarah were kind of talking about stuff and just going through some things, and I didn't even talk to you about it. But um, just in general, I was like, "Man, like, I, I was, I, was wow. I didn't even didn't even put the two the two and two together there." Um, but uh, but yeah, man, and and I think I think like the, 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 there were times growing up where, where my dad wasn't around because he worked in Dallas and we lived near San Antonio. And so, and so, uh, he, and he worked in Dallas because that's where work was at at the time. And so he had to, he, he would travel, he'd come home on weekends, um, and we'd see him, but like during the week, it was just my mom, um, raising us and, uh, and, and, and he was, you know, out providing for us and that's just the way it, it had to be. And so there were things that, 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 that I would say I, I, we needed from our dad and, and he wasn't there because he had to work, man. That's like, it is what it is. What are you supposed to do? Um, yeah. but, uh, it's definitely, um, Definitely something that, that that you need is that is that presence that that, that j- just that 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 uh, the presence of your father. It's crazy because my wife will and, and I don't know if this is for everybody, but my my, my wife will uh, will tell my my girls something and they're like, "Hey, like do this," and uh, or like, "Hey, it's time to brush your teeth," and they're over here playing, and she goes, "It's time to brush your teeth. Come on, Aurora, it's time to." And she'll tell her like three or four times, man, and like and it goes and then finally. Like, uh, so I'm like watching TV or something, or I'm doing, I'm cleaning, or I'm doing something different, you know. And she's like, and 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 finally it clicks. She's been calling Aurora or Belle for a real long time. Aurora, mm-hmm. you need to go brush your teeth, and she'll go to the restroom, go brush her teeth. Um, and it's like, yeah. it, 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 it's the presence of of of, of your father in the room and you just know like I ain't messing with that guy like <laughs> I'm not gonna mess with that guy that guy will will, 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 will break the legs from underneath me like he he just that dude don't play and so um and so and so we need so so it, it just the presence of, of a father it it, it, it it speaks volumes in, in in multiple different ways so yeah um yeah no it man it's that's a that's a big that's a big deal go ahead no, yeah yeah so, so and, and, and to, which leads me into into my next one is uh, or one of the points is 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 is, res- is respect and so it just as just as a father wants to be respected and wants to be the man of his house and wants to be the man inside in in in, 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 in anything that he does he wants to be respected um so does your son your son wants to be respected. Your son wants to know that 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 that, that he is the young man inside this house, and that and that, and that, and that he uh, mm-hmm. and that, and that, and that he, he wants to uh, he wants to make his mark on the world, and you have to be able to to allow that. But at the same time, you you want to make sure that you um, you respect him while he does it, and, and and help help him learn to do the things that, that that he needs to do. So yeah, you know, and with that respect, I think that's uh, a great launching point into the third thing, which. You know, one way that you can cultivate that respect and 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 begin to make him feel respected is by adding responsibility. And I think that's one of the things that I remember kind of growing up that my dad would would a lot of times do is um, is like put responsibility on me. Say, hey, you know, you're I'm I'm leaving on this trip 
you know, and I'm going over here, as, as, especially as I got older, I'm leaving on this, this work trip. You're the man of the house. You need to take care of your mom. You need to take care of your, your sister. And um, those kinds of things, you know, they would make you as a, as a young guy, you know, 13, 14 years old, you're like, man, all right, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in charge. Like, I'm the man of the house. Like, I got to, you know, obviously my mom's in charge, right? Like, I'm only 13, 14. But, you know, those kinds of things is, hey, you know, if something, something happens, you need to make sure you can protect your, your mom and, and your sister. You got you to gotta be there. And, and all these things, the, those responsibilities. And then, you know, little by little, different things would kind of add up as I started getting my learner's permit and, and then getting my driver's license, learning the that responsibility. Hey, these are, these are your responsibilities. You don't just get to drive. You got to learn how to change the oil. You need to learn how to change a tire. You need to, to learn how to do all of these things. And so all of those responsibilities um, kind of add up and and you begin to to you know earn that respect you feel respected you feel like man you know my dad actually does respect me he's given me responsibility and so these are things that i think um are important and and they they help and your son needs that from you as a father um and i think we both have kind of attest to that that we we you know, have had per- certain responsibilities. And I mean, you at a young age, 17 years old, having the, the responsibility of, of, you know, being really the man of the house at that point too, right? Like, you know, um, it's... No, yeah. I, I know it, 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 it was different for me, man. I, uh, because at 17, you're, you're, you're becoming your own man. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're becoming, mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out who, what it means to be a man and, and, uh, and figure out where, where you're going and stuff like that. So, so my, uh, I guess I, I guess I was really reaching for that respect, trying to, to mm. trying to be respected, you know. Um, and I actually left when I was, uh, pro- I wasn't even eighteen yet, man. I was I I, I I moved down to Dallas or up to Dallas from San Antonio area, and uh, and and I I left and uh, I was like, mom, like I got I. I'm, I'm going to Dallas. I'm going to try to figure out what I'm going to do, figure out my life and figure out this and this and this. And she's like, like, yeah, but I need, I need help. Like I, I and, 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 and I was, I was like, I was like, you'll be fine. And I didn't even like, didn't even like put it into consideration that my mom needed help. Like, and she mm. didn't tell me she needed help, but she was like, okay, if that's what you need to do, you know, then, then you do it, you know? But, uh, and I don't remember like packing or doing any of that stuff, man. And, uh, yeah, dude. Um, I'm sure that was real hard um, on my mom. This made me think about that a lot. Um, I was—I mm-hmm. definitely wasn't um, the son that I needed to be at the at, at the time, probably that my mom needed me to be. Um, man, that—that's—that's that's crazy. I didn't even—I've never thought about it that way. But um, wow. But yeah, dude. Um, so I guess I didn't even re- re- deserve to have uh, the respect because I wasn't—I um, wasn't—I wasn't being the the son I was supposed to be. So, yeah, man. Oh, wow, that's uh, and I think it deep. did. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it did. It did. It did. Um, and I think that that's where, you know, we look back at certain things and we see like, man, you know, I could have done this or I could have done that, right? And I, I like, what if life had played out this time? And you're and you're in a tough spot because there's a part of you that needs healing, that needs to kind of figure things out. And as a young man, you're trying to do that. What? How do you pair that up with your responsibility at home? Um, you know, in your situation, if you had left it at 17, 18 years old, 
um, and your your dad was still there, it wouldn't have been, you know, we wouldn't ha be having this conversation, right? You would have been like, that's just what you do. You leave when you're 18 or, set, you know, when, you, when you're a young man. But I think just given your situation is a difficult, a difficult situation to be in, man. And, and so... I think part of that is having some some mercy and some grace because you're trying to work out your own feelings about, you know, that loss and that that grieving process as well. You know, so um, I don't I don't think you you know to say oh I didn't deserve the respect. Um, I think that you know that's that's maybe pushing it a little too far because of the fact that you also were were having to to process the the grief yourself. You know what I mean? So. Um, so responsibility, I think all of that kind of stuff, the respect, the responsibility, both of those things kind of culminate in this idea of trust, right? And so one of the things that your son needs from you is trust, um, is for you to, to be able to, to be trusted uh, and for him to be trusted. So um, I don't know, man. Uh, how do you feel about trust? So yeah, man, um, I think that's, that's definitely, you know, something – that, you know, just to think about as far as the, you know, the, the process that you were going through with the grieving process, but, but, you know, respect and responsibility, both of those things, um, those are important things, but, but also within that is this idea of trust, right? So as a, as a father, um, what you're doing when you are, uh, creating that, that respect, that responsibility, you're creating this bond of trust with, with your son, um, and trust is a two-way street, right? So you trust your son. Your son uh, trusts you. And, and as you add more responsibility and as they are able to, uh, you know, really work um, to to uh, live up to those responsibilities that they have, there's a trust that is gained there. And I think trust is an important part of, of any relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But I, but I would even say if you didn't give your son any responsibilities, it's going to be hard to, to, to build that trust. What do you think? Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? I just, I, I just personally think I think that like if you're not giving your son anything to live up to, then how are you gonna? You're just you, that trust for you in him isn't gonna be built. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's why we have to be giving those responsibilities. And and the thing is, sometimes as a parent, um, and this kind of goes into what we talked about. Um, I don't, I don't remember which podcast it was, but we talked a little bit about how um, we want to do uh, the, the spoiled children's episode where we basically want to do everything for our kids. And a lot of times that comes from a place of like it's easier and it's quicker. So it's easier and it's quicker to do things for our children rather than for them to do it for themselves. And so many times we don't give them certain responsibilities because we're like, look, I can just do it faster. I can just do it easier. I can do it quicker. Why am I going to give them that responsibility? Um, but then what ends up happening is you don't give them those responsibilities and then there's not that factor of trust. Whereas if you give them the responsibility, they're able to accomplish it. Maybe they do it slower, but over time they get quicker at it. They get better at it. Then you're like, you're able to put your trust in them. They feel that trust. And especially as a young man, you may, my dad trusts me with this. Yeah. Like my dad trusts me that I'm going to do the right thing that I'm going to, you know, I've got to, I got to make sure I don't break that trust because it's a, you know, it's a sacred bond. That trust there is like, if I break that, I know that I'm going to lose this, this responsibility or I'm going to lose this privilege or whatever it may be. So, um, I think that that's an important thing uh, is to give those responsibilities so that trust can build and you can continue to, uh, to do that in your, your child's life, you know? No, yeah, for sure. Um, and so, uh, with, with, with responsibilities, with trust and things like that, I think it's also important to, to, uh, to give your son some boundaries. 
Um, and, mm, mm-hmm. and in that it's, it's, uh, and obviously it's, it's, it's gonna, it, it, it's gonna change with age and, and, uh, and the maturity of your, of your son. But at the same time, um, just giving him boundaries in, in, in anything and everything of, of, of his life, you know, and, and for him to be able to understand how far he can actually, he's actually supposed to go because sometimes we as men can go a little too far and, uh, probably not, mm-hmm. probably not the wisest thing to do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what do you think? Yeah, how to set boundaries is an important part of any anybody's life, you know. Um, you want to set boundaries in relationships. You want to set boundaries in friendships. You want to set boundaries in your family. You want to set boundaries in how far you go with jokes. You want to set boundaries in, in uh, how far you go with your work. All these different things. There's, there needs to be these boundaries in your life uh, that create healthy relationships, right? And so uh, that don't create codependency, that don't create all these different issues that can happen when, when there's no boundaries there. And so as a father, you want to set those boundaries. Um, but then another part of this and another thing that your, your, your child and especially your son needs from you is not only how to set boundaries, but how to be accountable. So when you set those boundaries, are you holding your son accountable to those boundaries and are you holding them accountable to their actions? You know, uh, it's, it's, Go ahead. It's just recently um, in, 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 in one of my classes, uh, the professor was talking about um, the uh, – Boundaries that that uh, it, 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 I don't think I don't, I don't even think he said the word boundaries, but 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 he talked about parenting and he talked about how uh, he talked about David in the Bible and talked about how, how how David was a man after God's own heart. But why was he a man after God's own heart? Like what 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 made him a God's a man after God's own heart? Knowing that that he committed adultery, knowing that he murdered someone. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, like, like all the different things that that, that that he had done in his life, and he and, and still, you look back, and he's still man after God's own heart, you know. And uh, and conclusion is that is is that he actually um, he actually uh, he always went back to God for forgiveness and and uh, asked for God for forgiveness, yeah. which led him to be the man after God's own heart. Um, so. My point in, in saying that is, is is that he actually he actually started talking about um, the way that David had had kids, um, and how his kids were just like, like some messed up kids, like <laughs> some messed up messed up kids, you know? Um, yeah. So 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 David actually um, has a son that actually tells his <laughs> actually t- um, the, the son actually asks David um, in, in 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 this in this time of sickness and type in this. Um, of need of, of of the only way he'll be healed is if um, is if David allows his daughter to come lay with him, and the son ends up raping the daughter, um, and and, and, and yeah. it just it just it, it it just it blows my mind to think a man after God's own heart, this man that 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 um, is is seeks God to to that extent, um, would allow. His daughter to go sleep with his crooked son, like like he knows his son. He knows the way his son acts. He knows the he knows the boundaries yeah. that should be there for his son. And 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 and, and this son, uh, and I, I I could be mixing um, stories up a little bit, but um, and tell me if I'm wrong. But he, he um, this son was like one of the most attractive men like ever, and like he was like he had super long hair. He he was just like he was just like like I said like most attractive man ever so my point in, in, in saying that is is, is, is that um, that there's boundaries and these boundaries that need to be set and so and so these boundaries weren't set 
for for David's kids, and he didn't set these boundaries for them to the extent. And 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 and, and the, the, the 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 thing I love that he said, I'm actually going to read exactly what this says. The results of David's sin haunted him for the rest of his life, and so uh, so so and and and, and, and I, I love that because it's uh, and this is this is the, uh, the the conclusion that he has here is. After David's adulterous relationship with Bathsheba and the murder and the murder of her husband Uriah, David had problems with his family. His son Absalom took it to a nation level. He was temporarily dethroned, and the results of his sin haunted him for the rest of his life. And so, yeah. the the things that the things that you do, the things that as a father, the the, the things that you do. <clears throat> They will affect your family, and the 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 the, the way that your um, you and your wife interact, the way that the the, the sin in between you guys, um, if there's sin there, and, and and you know if there is sin there or not, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you you, you I, I would assume now you are definitely a uh, you're definitely a believer, and 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 if not, um, well then um, message us, let us let us know, and we'd love to talk to you talk to you about that, but. Yeah, but but more importantly, um, to stay on topic here, um, th- th- there are things that 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 we go through as as uh, as, as as husbands and and as dads that that, that 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 we might we might have that sin in our lives that 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 is that is holding us back from from the will of God, and and, and it's something that we can learn from David is that he was a man after God's own heart, and and to know that we have to we have to um, to to be a man after God's own heart, to be a father after God's own heart, to do that we have to come to Him and. For, uh, and, and ask for forgiveness. We have to seek Him. We have to know who He is, and we won't be able to do that unless unless we we really really seek. And and I say all that so that so that you understand as as, as a listener and um, JFlow and, and 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 for me to understand that that um, that. There, that sin in our lives can't be there because it's going to affect our children. We need to set bound th- those boundaries yeah. for our kids as well as um, as 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 we need to have those boundaries for ourselves. Um, and so, w- yeah. which w- yeah. w- w- which leads us to uh, unless unless you want to keep talking about that topic, but but would lead us to to having um, teaching your 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 child accountability. So, good. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what we talked. I mean, that's a, that you know. That's a natural transition between boundaries and accountability, right? So you have the boundaries, you hold them them accountable to those boundaries, but you also, as a man, need to have boundaries and have accountability as well. Um, and I think that that kind of ties into one of these these advices, which is example, right? And so, um, example is a is a powerful thing because you want your son to know that. Uh, not only are you trying to teach him that this is what he needs, but you're setting that example for him. So you're saying, hey, look, there's boundaries in life. But I'm not just telling you that there's boundaries in life for you to know that there's boundaries in life. I'm telling you that there's boundaries in life and showing you through my example that I have these boundaries in my life. And then on top of that, I also um, am holding myself accountable to making sure that um, that I have those boundaries and I have those those accountability partners that that can hold me accountable. And I had a really good conversation with my dad um, on Friday. This past Friday, he was in town, and we were talking about the whole Ravi Zacharias situation. Um, and he was just kind of telling me, "Hey, man, this is such a good reminder for us as ministers and pastors to say, hey, what are the boundaries that we have in our ministries?'" And then who do we have in our in our circle that are holding us accountable? Because many times we can get into 
um, kind of a routine in our own life uh, where we're just kind of like, ah, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm not at that level. I'm not a Ravi Zachariah. I'm not a, um, a um, who's the other guy that um, from Hillsong that kind of went through a whole scandal right now? Oh, I know, um, I know. I've heard about the scandal, uh, but I don't know who you're talking about. He, but, but, but he, 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 was uh, a, he was an administrative guy, I thought. No, no, no. Uh, the pastor from Hillsong. Uh, oh, you're, okay. You're talking uh, about something different. What's that guy's name? Yeah, yeah, the the uh, no, Ravi Zachariah was a was a uh, an apologetics guy. Um, he did a wrote a bunch of books. No, and no, stuff. no. I'm talking um, about the Hillsong guy. And uh, I'm talking about the, the, the you're talking about the, oh, no, no, with Hillsong. The, 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 I, may, this might have been more recent. I just read that. The, I, I don't want to get into all that. Just yeah, just continue. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I can't. I'm drawing a blank on this guy's name. That's 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 crazy. He's a real well known speaker. But um, it tells you how much I listen to Hillsong. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the, the, the idea there was that there's all these guys that have fallen kind of from ministry, right. And and that have just done a lot of, of different things. And, and so, you know, in that conversation, it was like, Hey, you know, we might think we're not at that level, but we still need that a kind of accountability because there's tons and tons of pastors I know that that have fallen or or have just kind of messed up or marriages have fallen apart because they haven't had that accountability. They haven't had those people in their lives to be able to say, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? You've said you set these boundaries. Have you really set those boundaries? And so as a father, you want to show that example to your children. And then, um, and then also as a father, you want to uh, help those set those boundaries for your child, and then help keep them accountable for that. But all of those things go hand in hand: the boundaries, the accountability, and the example. All of them need to be working uh, together. So, um, yeah, man, I think those are those are uh, powerful things. But uh, along with that, one of the things that your son needs, and it's another one of the the, the things here on our list, is this idea of love. I mean, your your son. You can have boundaries, you can have accountability, you can be an example, you can do all those things, but if you don't have love, what is, you know, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 teaches, you know, I can have all things, right? I can have all the gifts. Tell me. And, and, uh, but if I don't have love, I don't have anything. Preach it. Right? I don't have anything. And so if you're not doing any of those things as a father with, with, uh, without love, then, uh, or with love, then the reality is that it's it's useless, it's pointless. Your son's just going to have a bunch of really good lessons, but not really take those things to heart. You know? No, yeah, for sure. And I think I think I, I, I really like what this says um, right here. And, and this is this is more um, into the accountability thing, but but with teaching your your son the understanding that every choice he makes is potentially open for review. And so and, 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 and so whenever whenever you're you're, you're, you're discussing things with your son and, and telling him hey like and you're keeping him accountable for certain things you're showing him hey like th- this decision that you made you know like this is the reason we have these boundaries this is the reason this is the reason why I'm coming to talk to you about this but but you're also doing it with that love and you're and, 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 and you're trying to teach them and trying to trying to show them hey look this is the right way this is what we're supposed to do this is why we're supposed to do it and and, and you teach them hey look I went through this I did this I know a friend that did, went through this and, and and it's not the easiest thing to, to 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 be a man after God's own heart to be that man that God's calling us to be and, and, and so to be that mm. you need to um, you, like, you need to live it out this way you need to do this and and, and it's crazy to think that and, and and I pray and I hope that this podcast goes on for years and years and years so that one day we'll be able to um, my, my son will be uh, 
10 or 15, uh, you know, right around that age. And he made a big mistake. And I'll be like, dude, oh my gosh. Like, do you even remember that podcast we had about kids? Uh, you know, and so, and so it, 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 it'll definitely be, uh, be, 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 be something, but, but, uh, but no, yeah, dude. But, and here, here's the thing though, in that mistake though, that's an, an, a perfect opportunity to show love. You know, that's a perfect opportunity to show like how, how deep does my dad's love go for me? How wide is my dad's love? How incredibly, um, unconditional is my dad's love that even when I mess up, man, my dad still loves me. Even though when I cross that boundary or, or when I've had to, to, to kind of be, you know, put in check because of my attitude or whatever the case may be, or I messed up, man. Um, you know, I crashed dad's car. I did all these things. My dad's love is so deep that hopefully your dad doesn't listen to this podcast. He's like, Oh crap, you did what to my car? <laughs> Um, but all those things, I mean, that's, that's such a, a powerful thing, the love that a father has. Um, but yeah, and that leads to, to, um, the, the, the next thing. And then I'll let you touch on the last one, man. Um, uh, cause you had mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but, but w- along with love is affection, right? And many times as men, um, I've, I was fortunate enough. My dad always, you know, showed me affection. Um, I'm pretty sure your dad was a very affectionate guy, Dwayne. Um, but uh, sometimes guys, we don't want to show that affection. And I think both of us are kind of weird in the sense that we love showing affection, and so we're not we're not really afraid of that. Um, and but there, you some of you guys may struggle with that. Maybe your dad wasn't an affectionate person, and so you've carried that on with your children, with your son. And and your your son needs to 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 feel loved. But don't be afraid to give your son a hug, man. Don't be afraid to show him that affection, to show your emotions, to show your vulnerability, to show him how you feel, to to say, man, you know what? I love you, son. I love you, and express those things to him because he needs that affection. Um, and and sometimes by not giving him that affection, they it kind of stifles their own. Uh, desire to be able to be affectionate to those who are around them, and uh, and so that can begin to to play into their relationships later down the line. Uh, you know, with with uh, a, a woman, it can play into their relationship with their own children and not wanting to be affectionate towards them. So, you know, be affectionate with your children. You know, you, 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 uh, I, I don't know if I told you this. I don't, actually, I don't think I have. But um, I was holding baby Robert, uh, Big Rob. That's my son, uh, Robert, and uh, I was holding Big Rob the other day, and uh, I gave him a kiss on the forehead, and I was like, is that okay? Like, can I kiss my son? <laughs> I, I know I know it sounds funny, dude. I know it sounds funny, but I was like, yeah. man, I don't, I, know what like, you I don't, I don't want my son to think like, it's okay to kiss dudes, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I it's not, I know it's funny, but it's not funny. Like at the same time, it's not. So stop laughing at me, Jason. I'm trying to share my heart right now, dog. I'm All right, sorry. man. Okay, go, dude, go, you're go, about go, to make go. me turn thug real quick. <laughs> but for real, like I was like, is it okay to kiss my son? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get my, my, my dad would, would, would kiss me. Like, it was never like on the lips or anything. It was like, you know, it was like, it was like on the cheek or something or on the forehead. But like, like, like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, 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 and Sarah said, I asked you if you had any, like any, anything, like if you had like any, any, any weird thoughts, but I was like, well, I didn't, but like, and I, and I don't even, and it, it didn't, that didn't trigger it. I just, it was weird, dude. I was, so I was kind of holding them. And I was kind of like, like trying to like kind of hold like <laughs> with like some distance. I was like, oh yeah, man, that's cool. Like stay over there. Okay. Like we're cool. Right. And, uh, and, 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 but it's, and, and it's like, I just, I don't want him to have any, any issues. And I don't know if it's just like, 
um, today's world or what it is exactly. But dude, I'm telling you, like, I was just like, man, like, and, 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 and like you said, like we're affectionate people. So like, so like, it's hard to mm-hmm. like, to even think that way of like, man, maybe my, like, oh, maybe I can't do that. Like, you know, like I don't want him to be grow up and be a wuss or to be, um, you know, something that, uh, you know, to be homosexual, to, 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 to go down that road or to, to, to do any of those things because, because, you know, biblically those things are wrong. And so like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I, I, I don't want to make him fall into something because, because I gave him a kiss on the cheek. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want him to, I, I, and I know it sounds yeah. crazy. I know it sounds crazy and I'm an overthinker. So please forgive me. But at the same time, I think you're overthinking just a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, that's just the way I feel like that's crazy. I don't, I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's definitely, um, I can see a lot of guys feeling that hey, way. And bro, like, I, I never felt a, this way before I had a son. And so I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't, I, I'm, it's not that I'm just like, oh, la, la, like, yeah, I agree. I don't so, think it's, 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 it's once so I was holding thing, him. Though, why? So no, here's the thing is your, your wife kisses your daughter. right? freaking me out, man. Good. <laughs> your, your, uh, your wife kisses your daughters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you ever thought that in your mind, like, oh, I don't want my wife to kiss my daughters because what if they think kissing a girl's okay? No, because that's, that's, that, see that, and we're going to get into a whole different topic. And that's like, that's, I don't want to, I, I don't want <laughs> to have to get into all that. But, but I, it, it's, it's a valid point, though. It's a valid point in the sense that you can have the same logic. And I know you're going to be like, oh, well, you know, girls are built different and they're more, you know, yeah, whatever. That's, and that's a, like, that's, exactly that's, that's a whole that. different, that's a whole different thing. But, but I think that's one of the biggest problems because we haven't shown men how to be affectionate um, without being sexual. And I think that's, that's one of the problems that we have is that you can be affectionate, you can give your son a kiss on the forehead. And you, that doesn't have to be a sexual thing. You know what I mean? Um, why is it that for a girl, a kiss on, you know, can, cannot be sexual, um, but for a man, all of a sudden it has to be, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's where we have to be able to teach our young men. And that might be one of the biggest problems that we have is that we, we have begun to over-sexualize a lot of things and it builds unhealthy relationships. And we, and we talked about this on a podcast that never got released a little bit about the idea that kind of, um, you know, uh, this idea of sex and me and you have had this conversation about sex and self-gratification and all these different things and how sex is actually about intimacy, not self-gratification. And, um, and anyways, that goes into a whole nother topic, but the idea is that it, it starts with those kinds of things that saying, Hey, just because you're affectionate doesn't mean that you're being, uh, sexual. And so I think that, you know, as, as a man, we have to kind of fight that tension, you know, and, and, and be like, okay, what does this mean? And I had a really interesting conversation um, with, uh, with my dad when I was young, actually, man. This is a interesting. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody about this, um, but y'all get to hear this on the podcast for the first time. Um, I remember uh, looking up to guys like when I was young, when I was a, a kid and looking to them and being like, man, like that guy, he's a, he's a handsome guy. Like, man, like he's so cool. Like, wow. Like I wish I could be like him and not understanding picture of me that in your room. my, yeah, I had a picture <laughs> of you in my, in my room and I was like, man, I just want to be like Dwayne. Um, no, but, but this, this idea of looking up to someone 
you know what I mean? And having that like that brotherly affection to for someone that there was a there was a twisted thing that I didn't understand how to process that. And so I remember talking to my dad one time. I think I wrote him a letter or something, and I was like, Dad, like, does that make me gay? Like, is that like is that what it means to be gay? To have that kind of feeling towards a man? And I remember him talking to me and be like, you know, just basically telling me like the difference between what you're feeling as someone who admires someone who looks up to someone who who is affectionate towards people, um, versus wanting to have sexual intercourse and I was I was little I didn't even know what sex was you know what I mean at the time but like there's a difference between those two things and so you have to understand that you know and and so that was a great conversation for me to be it was an eye-opening conversation to be like hey you know just because I look up to certain people there's a difference between a sexual attraction mm-hmm. towards someone um, versus being affectionate towards that person yeah. and I think that that's something that we have to to be to be aware of and we can teach our kids Kids that you know, and that that actually goes into that last point, man. If I don't know if you want to kind of talk a little bit about yeah, that. no, and, 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 and real quick, you know, I, I joke about this all the time. I, I really do, and especially around other guys because because I I said or like you said, I, I we are both kind of affectionate people. So so it's uh, it's one of those things of of taking it in and and and, and really like. Uh, like I said, I joke around about it a lot, but uh, and, and and I do it to to make it weird and to make it awkward because not everyone is affectionate like that. But um, but but you know, David and Jonathan, uh, like they had they had uh, Jonathan, right? Yeah, I think it's Jonathan, isn't it? Yeah, I see, th- their relationship was very uh, was yeah. very um, like they would like they, they would hold each other and put their heads in their bosom. Like you know, what I'm saying like I, I, they, they, they would kiss each other on the cheek, like, like, like nobody's business. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and 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 so and and, and mm-hmm. th- there was no homosexuality about that at all. You know, and so and and, and so to understand that um, is is like like that that, that that's that's. It's crazy. And like I said, I always joke around about it. I'm like, man, just pull, put my head in your bosom. It's going to be okay, man. All right? Like, it's going to be all right. Like, come here. Come here. You know? And, and everyone's like, no. Like, you're like, dude, like, 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 that's gay. Like, don't do that. And I'm like, dude. Like don't like don't 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 take it there, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, and and, and you know, and it's something the the the, the way that you said that about about your dad and the way you guys had that conversation. Uh, I remember talking to my dad and asking him about. Um, I remember I said, Dad, we need to talk. And he was like, Okay, okay, son, what do you want to talk about? Um, and I, I said, Well, we, uh, I'd like to talk to you, um, just you and me, like where you know mom's not around. He was, he's like, Oh, okay, come on, let's go. Um, and so 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 we go to the room and. Uh, he sits down on the bed. And he's like, "What's up, son? Like, oh, what do you want to talk about?" And I said, "Dad, uh, can can you? Uh, I want to talk about the birds and the bees." He was like, "I'm not talking about this, man. I'm not talking about this." <laughs> he's, like, "I don't want to talk about this, man. You, you don't need like they're birds, they're bees. Like, you don't need to know anything. Come on, son, let's go." And so we didn't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and so that was my that was my conversation about That's birds and bees. Um, so like that was that was definitely um, my dad was like, "This is awkward. We're not going to talk about sex." And like that's, that's just funny. not something we're going to do. And so I don't know if you and your dad had the conversation about sex or had any of those things, but that's something that that uh, that as men we definitely need to be prepared for um, is, is to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, with our sons about sex and, and and to be able to be ready to to just just to give the advice on it and 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 not just like okay guys 
what you have inside your pants is a penis. Like I'm not talking about things like that. Like I'm talking about like really getting in depth with with um with, with, with it not understanding that like like life isn't just about sex and getting getting your son to understand mm. that and giving him advice and being like 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 um our marriage doesn't work only because we have sex. Like me and your mom have sex. It it, yeah. it, it, it has so much more to to deal with. You have to understand how to treat. Um, the opposite sex, you know, and understand that yeah. that that um, that that how to treat a lady, and and and, and that's something that that my dad and me never talked about. He modeled it great. Yeah. I'm telling you, like he was a great example, dude. Great example, but uh, but uh, but but you know, at the same time, like um, I feel like if I would have had that conversation, I, I wouldn't have fallen into as much sin as I did. Only and hey, at the same time, dude, like I can't say that. That's still in the, it's in my dad's fault. I had sex before I was married, but uh, but but what I am saying is that is, is that um, how, how to treat a lady and how to understand how to treat that um, um, ladies in general. My dad and me never talked about that, and I feel like um, it would have helped a lot um, if, if if my dad did have that yeah. conversation with me. And hey, man, that's something else that I feel like um, that. Uh, like I knew how to treat my sisters, but it was different. Those are my sisters. Like I have to treat them that way. Yeah, those are your um, sisters. Uh, and uh, and I feel like that. Like that. that that's but, definitely something but, that got left out. Good. No, I was gonna say, and and I think as a father, you you want to have those conversations. I know I had those conversations with my dad, but that doesn't necessarily translate into you not your son not doing certain things. Does that make yeah. sense? Cause I mean, I had those conversations with my father, but I also, you know, messed up. I fell into sin. I did these different things, you know, at a, at a young age when I was, uh, when I was younger. And so I think those, you know, even having those conversations, that's where you want to have those conversations. You want to talk about those things, but you also want to have accountability, right? You want to have the responsibility and you want to check up because sometimes as a father, it's awkward. Like you're like, okay, I've, I, I did my job. I talked about the birds and the bees. I don't want to know anything else. Um, and it's like, cool, but you know, you also need to follow up with your son. Hey, what's going on? You know, what's, what's happening? You know, uh, what are you, what are you doing? You know, what are you what are you watching on 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 TV, on the internet, on your phone? What are you you know? Hey, what's going on? You you've been you've been staying late with this girl. You know what's what's happening? You know, and so all of these things, the, the, that accountability, those you know, all right, you've set these boundaries, you've taught taught them about how they're supposed to respect women, how they're supposed to treat a woman who's their girlfriend, how are you supposed to treat someone who's your wife? All of these things. What's the difference? And so being able to like teach them th- these things, it's great. Have give them the advice and stuff, but then also you need to be kind of following up and and, and holding them accountable, um, you know, uh, with with what you've taught them. And so I think that's an important part of that, an important component that helps about that. Um, but being open about it and having those conversations. And I think it's always a tough thing. And if you don't cultivate that from a young age, it's going to be difficult. Um, and it's not like you can just show up when they're like, you know, 17 and be like, Hey man, I want to talk to you about sex. And it's like, Hey, well, we've had 17 years to, for you to begin to plant in the seed in my mind about what healthy relationships look like. What do, um, you know, what, what, what is, what are the boundaries? What are, you know, all these different things. Why is, you know, what is sex? How is it designed by God? And I think one of the big things that, that we miss out on as men and, uh, you know, when it comes to this idea of sex is like, we teach our sons, and this is kind of the way that I learned my lesson was we teach our sons like sex, you, you shouldn't do it outside of marriage. Sex is bad outside of marriage. Don't do it. And it's like, okay, you know, you learn that. And then what that does for you as a young man is like, oh, is it, it's bad. Like, 
man, it must be like, must feel really good. Like I, I want to see what's going on here. You know what I mean? And so like, that's, that's the, the thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden you find yourself making out with your girlfriend and one, you know, one thing leads to another and you're like, oh crap, like I did this. That was, that what, was, what, that's bad. You, you know? And so <laughs> this guy, yeah, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? Um, and so, but, but the thing is, here's the thing though, is what we what we begin to need to be teaching our, our our sons about this is like it's not it's not so much like okay you've got to follow this rule because this is the rule um it's you need to follow this rule because god designed it to be a certain way yeah. and that's one of the things that i've been learning as i've gotten older is like you know i i've thought of this illustration i can't wait to use it in a in a in a sermon um i was actually supposed to use it this sunday but uh anyways i, I wasn't able to um but this idea of a puzzle, man, like if I've created the puzzle, let's say I make a puzzle, right? And I've, I've like, I've cut everything out. I've spent a bunch of time like designing the puzzle. I know every single piece and where it's supposed to go in this puzzle. And then you come to me, Dwayne, and you're like, you know, you're building the puzzle and all of a sudden you're trying to stick this piece into this, uh, you know, uh, into the puzzle and it's, it doesn't go there, but you're just, I mean, you're trying to force it and you're like, dude, it goes there. I'm like, Dwayne, it doesn't go there. That's not where that piece goes. No, it goes there. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, it goes there. And I'm like, Dwayne, I designed the puzzle. I know it does not go there. But you're, I mean, you're trying to smash it into there. It's probably you're like because it goes there. It if I'm and, doing and, it, it's probably because it goes there. <laughs> it's right, it goes there. And you're like, no, I'm telling you. And, but you're arguing with me. I'm the designer of the puzzle. I know where every piece is supposed to go. And it's it's kind of the same way with our lives a lot of times. And, and especially when it comes to sex, it's like we try to force something to happen there when that's not the way it was designed. God designed sex. He designed the puzzle. And we're trying to say, no, but you know what? I can do it this way because it feels good because it's supposed like I, I think this is the way that it's supposed to go. And God's like, dude, I designed the puzzle. I know how it's supposed to work. And that piece goes over here. Don't try to force it into here. And I think if we can explain that to our children and model that to our children, I think that that's a healthier way to approach the sex conversation because it's like, hey, I'm not doing this because I want to withhold some sort of great pleasure from you. I'm doing this because I want you to understand that in the context of marriage, sex is so beautiful and it's so sacred and it's a way of uniting that it's not a way of 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 guilting you or making you feel like, uh, oh man, you know, because then what happens is that guilt that that we we have when we mess up outside of marriage when we were younger that gets carried into our marriages um and that's stuff that you know i have I've, and i'm sure you've had to work out and try to figure out as well um as we've kind of gotten into marriage relationships and it's it's really messed up some of those those things and so i think that that's you know, we have to look at it from the the god design standpoint yeah, you know what yeah I mean? no yeah and i i think I, th- I think you're 100 right i was just thinking about it because um Again, talking about just situations that have happened in my past and things like that, and understanding the the importance of um, uh, of what you're talking about, and I feel like um, there are reasons why God says that we should wait. There are reasons why um, that uh, mm-hmm. why what, you know God did put those boundaries there for us for us to not pass. And um, and, and, and 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 as human beings, you know, our, our nature is to sin. Our nature is to is to um, is 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 to uh is to want to go past those boundaries because it's just like sin yeah. lives in us you know but uh at the same time uh you know um 
just like I said with David, you know, uh, that, uh, that, that sin will, uh, will, will, it always creeps back up, man. It always creeps back up and it'll, it, it'll yeah. always affect you. And, and, and just like you're saying, um, like, like there are things that, 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 that get brought up in my marriage and, 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 and my wife even said, it. she goes, and this is exactly why, like, you shouldn't have sex before you're married. Because yeah. you know there are things it, that and, are that, that that get brought up, and there's things that that, that and, and, and and she's like, "This is, we have to teach our kids. We have to make sure we do this and blah blah whatever." So yeah, yeah, and and that's and those are things that you can be honest with and talk to your children yeah. about and and have those conversations with them, especially your sons, because that will be a, a, a huge thing, you know. And and I think with you know, it's every every person's different, you know. Um, and so like I'll, I don't think my wife would mind me sharing this, you know. Um, but with my wife, she's she probably didn't have a, a ton of conversation with her parents about sex, but she still waited right till we got married, and that is. You know, and then on the other, on the opposite side, I uh, had conversations with my parents about it, and I still didn't wait. And so you, you have a a marriage that you enter into where one person is waited, the other person hasn't, and that creates a whole bunch of issues. And so what I'm trying to say with with that is that um, for guys, it's such an important thing because I think, and again, I'm I'm doing an overgeneralization here, but a lot of times with girls, um, they're they're especially with certain personality types and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, parents can can kind of you know guard and shelter their their daughters, and and in many ways that daughter has a little bit of an easier time than a man does because a man you know they're out there they're like man I'm 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 a lion I'm out here trying to do my thing, and so. I think that um, uh, women, especially if they're in a healthier environment, you know, uh, family-wise, a, a father can really help the, the daughter. And I think that's why it's so important with sons. And I know, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm giving a really, really general, general kind of view of girls. But a lot of the, the girls that I've met um, and, and even dated in the past, uh, you know, have had those healthy relationships and it's kind of kept them from, from doing things, whereas guys have not had a very healthy relationship with sex and haven't had things explained to them. And so as men, we also are the ones that, you know, should be guarding our girlfriends, our, our women. And we need to teach our young men that and saying, hey, you know what? You need to, you need to guard their heart and guard their purity. And so I think that those are things that we have to, to be teaching um, our young men. So yeah, yeah. our sons. Yeah. Um, Anyways, man. Yeah, a lot of stuff. No, we talked about I, a lot I, of things. I today, told you, man. man, this could have been a two a, 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 a two uh, a two podcast show, man, for sure. And um, and and so, uh, do, yeah. do you want to go ahead and give that DMI challenge, or do you want, you want me to do it? Yeah, I think I think the the DMI challenge for today, and one thing that we can we can do is is really kind of get together with your son. If you've got a son, um, you know, Dwayne, you can get with Big Rob. Um, Big Rob, he might not be able to answer you back. He might not be able to answer Wait. you back, but. Um, <laughs> Dad, um, puppy, but um, you know, get with them and see what do, my, do they need. Do what my do you, son's what do not going to call me poppy. Poppy, no, dude, he's not going to call me poppy. That's just see, like that, like that. I, right there, it's like see, those are the little things. It's like I, he can't call me poppy, man. He can call me pops. He can call me uh, papa. Uh, he can call me um, dad. Like he can't call me daddy. Like. I say I say that's weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just ah, oh, man. 
I call my daddy daddy. My dad used to get mad at that. He used to get upset. Yeah, it's like, weird. Uh, once I got older and I'd be like, that's my daddy. Yeah. And he was like, man, he would tell, I don't, I don't think he ever told me, but he would tell my mom or something. Like, I forgot how that one time my dad, my mom was like, I don't think your dad really likes you calling him daddy. <laughs> Dude, I call, I, I call my mom's husband daddy every once in a while. Daddy. And I'll be like, I'm like, dad, daddy, daddy, come here, daddy. Let me give you a hug. And he's like, and you can just tell he's like, he's like awkward about it because for one, he's not my real dad. And, and for two, he's like, he's like, this is weird. Like you don't call grown men, you know, two grown men don't call each other daddy. <laughs> daddy. You know, that's not something you're supposed to do. But I think it's funny. So that's why I do it. But good. Um, so get with them, get with your, your son and, uh, and see what they need from you. Um, I think it's a good way to, to begin to have that conversation and ask them and they may not be able to articulate and know everything that they need, but you can get a sense for what are the things that they would, would like and, and have those conversations, those dialogues with your son. What do you need from me, son? Um, how can I, how can I help you, uh, in your life? And, and you might get a, a shoulder shrug and I don't know, but, um, begin to to try to cultivate and have that response that that um, that conversation with them um, and open up that dialogue with no, them. No, yeah, and I think I think you know so, so something that you had said earlier was you know um, he might be seventeen and be like, hey man, it's too late to be having these sexual conversations with me, but I want you guys to know that it's never too late. It's never too late to ha- start yeah. having conversations with with, with, with your son, um, with your with your kids, and 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 to sit down and just say, hey man, like. Like, you know, I, I get, I get you might, you know, be, you could be having sex already. You could be going through something. You could be doing this already. But, um, I want to have this conversation because, um, and, and you, you go in it with a very loving attitude and forgiving attitude. Say, Hey, please forgive me. Like, because I, 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 I wasn't the dad that I was supposed to be and asking you these questions and putting those boundaries there. But I'm letting you know now, like I struggled, I messed up, I did this and you go into it with the, Hey, like, I don't want you to fall into the mistakes that I've fallen into. Um, and, and so, and so go like, you know, like, listen, just please listen. They're going to be more willing to listen to that than, um, than, than not. And so, and, and, and so yeah. when you sit down there with your son, you ask him, you know, what's like, what's the, what's that thing that you need from me? Like, what is it? Um, that, that, that you make sure that, um, that, you know, like you, you, you let him know like, Hey, like I get it. Like I get, like, I haven't been the best dad or I get that, you know, like I, 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 I've, I've, um, I, I'm, I, I've done this and, 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 and now you've done this is because I didn't tell you or anything things like that. Like, I want you to like, you go in there with, with a loving, like just a loving attitude and, 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 and <coughs> excuse me, you, I sneezed, but thank you. you. I appreciate it. Sorry. See, so uh, it's, being it's the delay, example, man. doing those the, things, the, like, the internet no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I really wish, like, you know, like, these are the things, like, you know, it's like, like, you need to teach your kids, like, to say bless you. Like, if you don't teach them how to say bless you, like, you know, things like that. So, so anyways, like I said, um, the, all that sneeze, that sneeze wasn't even real. Um, it was, uh, the, it was, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a, it, <laughs> it was a soundbite. It was, it was like test. one of those soundbite things where you just, may, um, <laughs> uh, but no, but for real. Make sure to teach your um, teach your kids that and ask them that question. I think that's a great DMI challenge, Jacob. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. I know this was a little bit longer podcast today, but uh, I think it was good. It was needed. Um, got to talk about a lot of things uh, in today's podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it was a, a blessing to you guys. Um, don't forget to mention this podcast to all of your friends. Don't forget to mention it to uh, those guys in your life that might need this, might need to hear these things. So don't forget to mention it to them. Uh, Dwayne, what do we need to remember? Remember who you are. 
And also remember to remember review. who you are, remember guys. Remember to review our podcast. Uh, five stars. Yes. Remember to go like it, uh, review it, and share it. All right, guys. We love you guys. Y'all take care. Be good. Peace. Peace. Out.